Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. I just need a cracker. Give me a second. Okay. Today, we're talking about James Bond 007, colon, everything or nothing. Hit the music, Craig. So, and with me on this top secret mission is a man who looks surprisingly close to Pierce Brosnan, Craig. Mish money penny. <laughs> Decidedly not Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I thought the Sean Connery joke was a little bit too on the nose, so... Um, no, I went with it. I embraced it. A, a disclaimer up front, both Craig and I are massive fans of James Bond. So we will probably be geeking out a little bit on this episode. So if you don't like James Bond, you probably shouldn't have clicked this link, but now you're stuck. So there you go. Anyway, uh, my pick for the year of 2004? Three. Four? Oh, no. Three? Four. Craig? Yeah, 2003. What? Is this another <laughs> one where it's like... <laughs> I'm terrible at this. No, it says 2003. For the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm very sorry, listener. I'm terrible at this. So... <laughs> How does it get to the point where we're recording when we figure this out? <laughs> because we're terrible. Okay, so it released for the Game Boy in Advance. Game Boy in Advance? Oh, boy. It released... Sorry, it's, we've been recording a very long time. We're a little punchy. Uh, it released for the Game Boy Advanced in 2003. It released for the GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox in 2004. This is twice in a row that I've done this. I'm going to double check the rest of my picks because I'm very sorry. Okay, so not the Game Boy Advance is what I played. Uh, I played the GameCube version myself because I have it on disc and it's beautifully... Mm -hmm. Nice controller to play games with. Craig, what about you? Um, same as the last game, although this time I played it on a PS2 emulator on the computer upstairs with a keyboard and, and mouse. Um, really quick, just to get it out of the way, uh, this is kind of a cover shooter with different yeah. modes of gameplay. Sometimes you're you're just cover shooting. Sometimes you're you know infiltrating something. Sometimes you're riding a bike. So, not not like a pedal one, but like a motorbike. Uh, sometimes you know mm -hmm. you're driving a car. Some, so there's there's a bunch of different missions that go on here, uh, none of which are conducive to a keyboard and mouse. No. None, <laughs> so none of them how, how did that work for you? Um, not, not too well. In terms of aiming and shooting, it was okay. Yeah, there's I mean, it kind was of okay. a soft lock in this. Yeah, things could things could have been worse because it does have that wee snap to get on target. The thing that buggered me up was the helicopter, of all things. So oh. the, the car driving wasn't actually too bad, but the helicopter arsed me over, and I actually gave up halfway through the helicopter section. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, really quick, what is? do you have history with this game? No, no history whatsoever. I've never been a fan of James Bond games, um, mostly because I always think James Bond games have too much action, whereas James Bond shouldn't should be more about espionage. Yeah, it's not, you know, Vin Diesel. Yeah, exactly. Whereas it, I think this one suffers from it as well. There's a lot of shooting. There's a big body count. And that's not what James Bond is about for me. But I think 
Oh, in fact, I was just going to go and go for final thoughts there, but let's carry <laughs> on with the episode first. Um, and um, the loaded question, sir. What is your history with James Bond, and which ones are your favourite? Oh, James Bond. I am a massive fan of James Bond, but I'm a fan of the older James Bond, so anything up to Daniel Craig, is, <laughs> and not, not including... Daniel Craig. So I'm a big fan way, of, of the old ones, and by old ones I mean just yeah. not the current one. Okay. Oh no, I'm I'm speaking about Bonds, like the films. I really, I really, really, really like Pierce Brosnan as a Bond, but I hate the films. Anything before that is fine. Timothy Dalton is the best James Bond, and Daniel Craig sucks. Daniel Craig does suck. I don't like him as Bond. When- I know Timothy Dalton as best Bond is a bit of a contentious issue, but I, I really do think he, he was in two films and it was he, he was really good. I think it, he it helped that those perfect, were good films too. Yeah, they were. And he's the perfect... He's not cheesy. He's not too overly sexualized and pervy. He's just a nice balance of Bond. Um, Yeah, that is something you, you realize when you go back to like Sean Connery. Is, oh, he's a perv. Yeah. It's a giant perv. Um, oh, how do we how do we feel on the the uh, the Lazenby contention? As okay, I every time I think about Lazenby, I think it's a shame because that's the one where he fell in love and then his wife died. That's like the the heartbreaking moment of the old bonds is that happening? Exactly. Yeah. I personally, uh, I grew up with the um, Sean Connery films because my dad is a giant dork as well, and he's like, "Hey, check this out. This is cool." And uh, so I want to say I've seen the Connery films probably like five, six times. Um, mm-hmm. Once you get past Connery into uh, Lazenby, I never had one opinion or the other. It was just kind of, oh, yeah, that was that one guy that did it for one movie. Yeah. Roger Moore is where I start to go look at it with the side eye. Uh huh. Because, well, he never should have been in that movie with which one was the. Uh, Jeez, see, now I don't look like a Bond fan. The one with Christopher Walken and Grace Jones about the computer chips. Uh, that's Liver Let Die. Liver Let Die. Never should have been in that movie. No, no. Because sex scenes with the old Grandpa Moore, not not great. But um, he he was a little too jokey for me. Like, oh, no. I, he's, he's good. It's not Liver Let he, Die. Sorry. Is it Living Daylights? It's Living Daylights. I I was thinking of the song. So wait, like, Let songs. Die. Yeah, that's that's down south. Yeah. It's, the, it's, right? okay, it's Living right. Daylights. Ooh, sorry. Boy, we don't Carry sound on. like Bond fans, Craig. I know, I know, um, but yeah, like like Moore is kind of too jokey for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kind of gets on my nerves. But uh, I'm up there with Dalton. Dalton is the second best with the first being Pierce Brosnan. Okay. He was my Bond. Like, nailed the, the slick... The sexy, and the will punch you in the face if he needs to. End of Bond. Really like that. Uh, yeah, Daniel Craig. The man is very angry all the time, and his mm-hmm. ears are too big. Yeah, it's it's that whole brooding, manly gruffness that I I don't like at all. I don't think it's befitting of a Bond. No, it's supposed to be slick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be charming. Um. Like, I remember back in the day when there was that big argument over whether they would let Idris Elba be Bond. I was like, dude, Idris Elba would have been much better than Daniel Idris Craig. Idris Elba would be an amazing Bond. He'd be an amazing Bond. Because that dude is scary and slick. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, out of the Craig, I do like Skyfall. Skyfall was a good movie. But that might be the only one. 
Is that the one where they end up in the Scottish Highlands? Yeah, yeah, where he goes back home. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, like like Casino Royale, it's okay. I mean, it was a big deal at the time because, whoa, this is a new kind of Bond movie. But after like four movies, you're like, can we get back to the old Bond, please? Um, And that being said, I'm also a massive fan of all of the Bond games. Um, I did my own little private Operation sequel, and I own and played every single James Bond movie or game that's been released, including the really crappy, terrible Game Boy one. Um, There's something about the mixture of sometimes you're doing espionage, a lot of times you're doing action-y stuff that I really like that only seems to happen in James Bond games. And uh, this one, like this one, for example, starts with a bang. You're, You're shooting people, there's a helicopter, everything blows up, you escape on your motorbike. That's a great opening. Mm-hmm. Later on, you do you go to the, the little, your little villa and you do some investigating. Maybe you do some gadget work, and then Jaws shows up be, because Richard Keel is still alive. Might as well. That's, um, the, the thing with Jaws showing up in this is in my head, and I might be compl- this might be blow my cover as a complete not knowing anything about James Bond, but in Moonraker, he totally repents. And he falls in love, and that's the end of Jaws as an enemy. And that's like 30 years ago. Nice pull, by the way. Very nice pull. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I think this was literally just, hey, can, can is there any Bond villains that are still alive? Can we, can we use one? Uh. Uh, because he was also a villain in the cartoon, James Bond Jr. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because his nephew... Is James Bond Jr. I think there's something hinky going on. Okay. <laughs> you can't be James Bond Jr. if it's Uncle James. That's true. It's very, very strange. Um, but yeah, it is strange that they have some uh, just... I mean, I get it. They're probably just as big a Bond fans. It's just like, ooh, just, just throw it in. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the actor cast for this game is stellar in some, in some cases. Like... Um, <laughs> Of course, you have Pierce Brosnan with his likeness and his voice, which makes me want to rub my creamy thighs. But um, <laughs> you also have uh, Willem Dafoe, which is a pretty good guy. He always plays yeah, a great villain. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why he couldn't be a villain in a James Bond movie, actually. Um, and then you have some of your These Were the Hot Chicks of the Era with uh, people like Maya, who also did the song, an original Bond song with an original credit sequence, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. I mean, it's not a great sequence. I was like, oh, you guys took the time. I, I like that. The whole start of it, the whole the, the whole start has the cadence of a Bond film where you've got the looking down the barrel, Bond shoots, something happens epic, and then the credits roll. It has it, it nails. Yeah, it does it like that circle fade out. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, surprisingly, they got uh, Judy Dench, John Cleese. It's like this. This is great. This is this is a Bond movie, which, by the way, uh, as a Bond man, are you a um, I forget his name. Is it Alfred Llewellyn or is it what is his name? The guy who uh, used to play Q. Uh, I was going to say Richard Desmond. <laughs> maybe, maybe I I don't know, but uh, that guy or John Cleese. Where do we fall <laughs> on the Desmond? Q? Desmond Llewellyn, not Richard oh, Richard Q. Uh, all right, so you got one part right. I got the other part right. I know, yeah. It works. No, I'm old. Like, John Cleese is the perfect person to do it, but 
I'm, I'm an original human okay. as well. That's fair enough. John Cleese has an air of whimsy about him, whereas Desmond Llewellyn, you can genuinely tell that he's just, he's like, oh, I've had enough of your shit. Bond. <laughs> I was going to say, he's just so worn down. He's like, yeah. just don't burn the car, please. Exactly, just bring it back in one. Come on. <laughs> he's, and he's, he's there longer, so he builds up more of that character. So he's there for a surprisingly long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that dude was probably the only thing holding a steady stream all the way up until, what was it? Was it Brosnan? Or was it um, Dalton, where Q stepped out? No, it was, no. It was Brosnan. Because he, was in, at the, he was in, oh, sorry, on you go. Because I, I, I have all the movies. And at the beginning of the movie, uh, I want to say Tomorrow Never Dies. It is Tomorrow um, Never Dies, yeah. He has this thing on the front of, oh, here you go, James. Here's the next big James Bond game coming for the PlayStation. And he does this narration of the PlayStation game that they're advertising. It's like, mm-hmm. huh, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I just like John Cleese a lot, so I, I tend to yeah. lean towards John Cleese. Um, anyway, sorry, getting back to the game. What did you think of the game? Like, out of curiosity, since this is, is this your first Bond game, or is this just one you took time with do you know what it's it's probably the first one it's the second one I've taken time with the first one being sadly 007 racing (laughs) oh boy I played that that's a thing yeah it's a thing and a half (laughs) I don't know what it is I know there's many Bond games I played Goldeneye on the N64 multiplayer never played anything else other than multiplayer a James Bond game to me just has never made sense and I think I, I was saying earlier that a, a lot of the times I just think they're overly actiony and it feels like mm-hmm. it deserves more esp- it deserves to be something like a mixture of I don't know Splinter Cell and Hitman or something that's smooth Hitman's and s- a really good pull yeah like something really sleek and smooth and planning and espionage like Hitman with a Splinter Cell type covert operations element to it and I, I, I feel like even in this when you get to the car scene to me like James Bond's cars have always or mostly been about defensive escape whereas in this it's very aggressive action based I'm blowing everything up with my faulty missiles I've got <laughs> yep, yep. you know and I just I think like to gamify something like James Bond it takes a bit more nuance than what has been been hit upon in the past. I'll give you. I you know what? I can give that to you, um, as a gift. I give this thank to you. you. <laughs> uh, no, like like I never thought of it that way. To be honest with you, um, for because as a kid, what I focused on was the action scenes. You know, you're watching. You only live twice. It's yeah, the volcano opens and the ninjas mm-hmm. come down. You know yep. that kind of stuff. It wasn't the whole the toy opens up and eats the other toy. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, I guess it, there was never that disconnect for me until right now where I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I mean, I think it works okay with the Craig games because the Craig games are yeah, they pretty are. close to how actiony the new movies are. Mm-hmm. Um, Brosnan, I think was straddling that line because like tomorrow never dies. There was a lot of stuff blowing up in that movie. There, there was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know what? You, you do bring up a good point and I was scared. 
that while you were talking, you were going to say, I would deal with Bond better as an adventure game, and I oh, was going to yell no. at you. No, no, okay. no, 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 not but at all. But the, the Hitman idea, that is a very good idea. And I, I've since I've played them all, right, like there are definite trends from like GoldenEye up until like, whew, uh, GoldenEye Rogue Agent, most of them were first-person shooters. Uh, this was one of the odd ones out, which is why I think uh, this is my favorite out of all the Bond games, besides one. Um, because, oh, it is third person. Oh, and there, there's something that you might not have been able to get because of the keyboard. Um, if you want to get the Bond medals, you are having to do espionage stuff. Like, okay. all the espionage sneaky stuff is the, you know, the bronze bond objective and then the silver bond mm-hmm. objective that kind of stuff. some of it is make sure you kill the helicopter when you take this jump but a, a good chunk of it is make sure you get this dossier make sure you know nobody sees oh, you that okay. kind of stuff i kind of like i kind of like that and, and where it hit in this game was after the car scene where you somehow managed to latch on to the bottom of a train and then get yep, into the yep. train and then sneakily <laughs> sneakily take out people on the train and then eventually fly off of the train on a helicopter i just thought that was brilliant an absolute brilliant set piece that is it, it's the thing that i was going to say at the start is it unlocked for me that you, you know maybe it's more than just action because it does have that set piece element yeah and there, there's like one mission in this i believe and i'm sorry if i'm mistaken because these do bleed together for me um where you're in your car and you're not having to blow anything up but you're having to tail someone around town and yeah it, it's about the same as like an assassin's creed mission but in a car but at the time it was like oh hey you're not shooting stuff you're you're acting like james bond um so yeah there this is very much a standout against some of the other ones other than uh from russia with love the the game version of that mm-hmm. which they got you know sean connery back and he did all the voice roles. really really good game mm-hmm. um all the all the big set pieces are there like the train or the sewers of the sewer where they're on the boat and all that stuff, the jetpack. It's all there. It's a really cool game. I highly recommend it. So out of curiosity then, um, like, is this something that has piqued your interest in Bond games or are you still very much a not Bond is just a literary and film thing? No, I think I might check it out, especially with your recommendations. I've got to check out some games. The problem I have is... Well, apart from the fact of availability of... I don't have 11 consoles hooked up to my telly, Dave. <laughs> um, Poser. Apart from that, it's one of those problems where I'm, I'm going back to... Am I going back to be disappointed? And It's becoming less and less a problem, oddly enough. The, f- the closer we get to the modern times of these retro rewinds, like we're getting into... It, by the time we finish this slew of retro rewinds, the games will only be ten years old. Yeah, and it, it's strange because I'm um, I'm finding myself switching into different gears. Like I'll still like like this year alone, I've completed two one NES game, one Genesis game. It's just stuff I play, but it's always a okay. Now I'm going to play an old game. Yeah. For a lot of these games from like here on out, these are just games I pick up and play unconsciously. This is oh, I feel like yeah. a Bond game. Yeah, let's play everything or nothing. Uh, it's not oh, let's go play an old game. It's very strange the way your mind shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to Bond games, um, unless you're a really big fan of the ZX Spectrum, uh, <laughs> which I don't think anybody should be, uh, nothing below PlayStation. No, you know, nothing below PS2 
is honestly worth playing. Other than okay. novelty factor of I want to play 007 Racing. You know, anything from, I want to say, from Russia with Love on is pretty good. Like 007 Legends, did you play that? Uh, oh, no, of course you didn't. You said you didn't. Uh, it was on the Wii U, <laughs> PS3. Um, that was really cool because that was more of a, hey, let's go through Bond's history. And it's like, oh, this mission is, takes place in Goldmember. And this okay. mission takes place in Living Daylights. And this mission, it was kind of a, it was yeah. one pull out of every era of Bond. It was, it was first person, but it was very cool. So that one's and, – and I mean, yeah, it is very action-y and you have like your list of objectives as well as like, oh, hey, get this dossier. It's uh, shoot five people in the head because that's what yeah. James Bond does. Um, of course. But yeah, like like that was a nice little trip through each era of Bond. The remake of Goldeneye where they used Craig instead, eh, eh, mm -hmm. eh. They didn't have Sean Bean either and that that's that's, oh, that's, that's a mistake. You got to have Sean Bean. Yeah, for but, England, um, James. For England, the the the, the Welsh man will do it for England. Uh -huh. Um, but wait, wait, was he Welsh or was no no Timothy Dalton Welsh? Irish Dalton is Welsh. Yep. Other than Roger Moore, oh no, okay, so Lazenby was British too. I was gonna say, have uh -huh. there been British ones? <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, um, I. It would be interesting to rip through all the Bond games again, and I'm kind of sort of toying with that idea. But yeah, honestly, nothing below PS2, and even even PS2 is starting to get a little rough. Like this one isn't bad, but it's starting to get a little rough. We're totally finding this. Like again, we hit the peak of 2D games when we were playing through our SNES Mega Drive type side of things, and we seem to have almost skipped over a bit in more retro rewinds and we're getting to like good retro rewind games there's that guff bit in the middle of playstation and playstation 2 games there's... yeah it, it is it, I, mean, I mean and it's not to say that i don't love certain games on the playstation like uh well now my eyes have been opened about rainbow six but before rainbow mm -hmm. six was like one of my favorite playstation games and there's a ton of them it's just uh, it seems like unless it's an rpg there's not a lot to discuss in certain eras of games. Same with the NES. I mean, unless it does something weird, there's not a lot of new novelty stuff here unless it's part of a bigger franchise like yeah. Bond. Like, if we weren't talking about James Bond, this kind of plays as, well, it's kind of a standard action game with a little bit of flavor thrown in and you do some sneaking missions. Like, that's it. Yeah. I wonder why that it, like, like, okay, so here's something that's off topic. But it, it's it's not been bothering me, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, we, as in me and you, the age we are, we gravitate towards a certain era. Sort of. Like, we both really enjoy the era of game that we're in. Like, yes. boy, howdy, we're, we're really lucky. But when we go back and play a game, we don't, unless it's for a certain purpose, don't really go back beyond that PS3 wall. Like, that's kind of a wall for us where it's like, okay, nope, you're going to need a grappling hook to get over this to go backwards. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. And I wonder, is is it just graphical fidelity? Is it just clunkiness? Is it just, oh, this feels old? Or are we just more future-looking people? I'm not. Like, for me, the biggest barrier is laziness or availability or both. Oh, okay. 
like I've got a heap of games on my PlayStation Three, but see to actually just go and plug it in and find like if my PlayStation Four controller doesn't work with the game or that this that or the other. I downloaded a heap of games today thinking I'm going to play some PlayStation 3 games and I'm now thinking, am I actually? You know what I downloaded? Like, huh. you'll, you'll slap me over the head. Quantum Conundrum. Ah. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, good the, old John Delancey. Yeah. The only thing I remember about Quantum Conundrum is the theme tune that goes Then I hit a switch and Fluffy is everywhere. Na, 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 na. And I'm thinking, am I actually going to sit and play that or am I going to carry on playing Skyrim or something like that? <laughs> well, like, like, here's the answer. Why does, why does, and I guess this is kind of the point of Retro Rewind. Why does it take us specifically, me and you? I can't speak for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, why does it take us effort to go back? Why is it not as unconscious? Because for me, there is availability. I literally mm-hmm. all I literally have to do is yeah. get the game off my shelf and put it in. Yeah. But there's always some kind of okay, kind of play an older game now. Well, it's that it's, goes with it. It's enthusiasm for new things and trying new things and figure it like. We've got limited time because we've got families and work commitments and stuff like that. So what are you going to do? Are you going to pick up an old game or are you going to go, oh, there's this new awesome thing or I need to I need to do something new or I need to pick up a trophy for this game I got a month ago or whatever. It's I think it's more in that forward thinking we've only got a limited amount of time. So why do because- I in the past? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like if you sat me down right now and I am sitting down right now but uh, if you sat me down in a different chair and said, Dave, you can literally have any game that's ever existed, or you can have Cyberpunk 2077 right now, mm-hmm. 100 times out of 100, I'm going to say, uh, Cyberpunk, please. Can I, can, I, even, can I have Cyberpunk, please? Even if it was the, um, and I'm going to get the game wrong because I keep forgetting, but is it Steel Battalion tank <laughs> controls? Ah, you pulled out the white whale. That was the one that I was like, well, well, ugh. but no, like, um, it, watching, uh, I also watch a lot of YouTube and I read a lot of articles and uh, I tend to gravitate towards the shit I grew up with, like most mm-hmm. of us do. Setting the disclaimer that what I grew up with is not better by far than yeah. what we have now. But that attitude among people our age is very rare in terms of, you know, oh, like I see it all the time of people in their 30s, which is what we are, being like, oh, games just aren't as imaginative as, as they were when we were you know, younger. I'm, what are you, nuts? Have you seen some of this stuff? <laughs> um, it, it, it's strange that we do a retro show and we both really enjoy playing retro games. But the shine of it has worn off, I guess. Like, there's no novelty now for us to be playing older games. We just play older games because they're fun. Yeah, like, I started off going, oh, this is kind of like something different. Go and play whatever. Now I'm purposefully seeking out the best of the best of retro games to go and talk about them. Rather than doing yeah. it for just fun. Yeah, it, it, is, it is strange. And I still, like, right now... With uh, the stimulus check, I took a small portion of it, and I said, oh, I'm going to buy some games. And I, I bought PS2 games and PS3 games. Like, I didn't buy new games because I still like old games. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm still very much the future-looking person. And the only time I really go backwards 
is if it's something I can't get now. Like if I do want to play this uh, a third person shooter Bond game that isn't Daniel Craig looking like a drowned rat. Because he kind of does. No offense to the man, but he's got a weird head. <laughs> uh, yeah, or like, you know, uh, what did we play last? What was the last? Oh, Fatal Frame. You can't mm-hmm. really play a game like Fatal Frame anymore. Okay. So if I feel like Fatal Frame, yeah, I got to go to the PS2. But um, it, it is strange how the closer we get to modern, the easier and easier it gets to just pick up and play them. Like, I mean, right now you're playing Skyrim. Yes. And I hate you for it. I know, I know. But it's a PS3 game. Mm-hmm. Just made pretty. Yeah. Would you be playing Skyrim if you had to play it on your PS3 out of curiosity? No, not at all. Not, not at all. While you're also, and I, I hope you still are, playing through Chrono Trigger just for funsies. I am. I'm, I am. This is this is the bane of my existence just now. Is of Skyrim, Chrono Trigger, Mass Effect all on the go. It's like that's it's just that's, madness. If there was one game to cut, Craig, just <laughs> gonna say one of those is not like the others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Whereas if I mean, well, you are playing a Super Nintendo game for funsies. That's true. That's true. But that's an exceptional that's Super Nintendo ve- game. It's very much it's one of the last games I've got sitting on my DS that I want to play. You know, it's like one of the last ones. Other than Rocket Slime, of course. Of but, course, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that is uh, strange because you know, uh, with us keeping track, I've noticed my my streak is PS3 and up, like mm-hmm. 360 and up. And I've purposely gone back and played like some of my favorite NES games and some of my favorite Genesis games. But is it just that since we're as old as we are, we've seen what they do? You know what I mean? Like like a standout Genesis game. Oh yeah, 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 that yeah, whatever. It's it's fine. It's just I've seen it before. I know it's tricks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. Oh God. What's happened to us? It's turned into an you know existential crisis here, but that's not to say we're going to stop doing this. Mm. No, I, I love doing this. This is great. It's just um, it annoys me sometimes when I see people our age um, dinging what what is coming out now because well it's not Final Fantasy VI, and thank God for that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't quite get it. And why this happened during James Bond, I don't know. <laughs> You've had some sort of James Bond-fueled epiphany. Remind me to send Pierce Brosnan a thank you note. Mm. Um, he blocked all my other letters. <laughs> I don't know why. But oh, uh, anyway. I was harassing Timothy Dalton at one point, and then I realized it wasn't his official Twitter account. Oh, man. Gutted. We're just going to have to go there. Mm-hmm. Although he's still acting, so, I mean... Might be a little hard to get a hold of. I think oh, he is, yeah. By still acting, I thought Hot Fuzz, which is like, <laughs> like 10, yeah, it's, it's a way 15 it's years like old. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, okay, so back to James Bond, because it's been 32 minutes. Um, This is one of my favorite James Bond games, and whenever I feel like a James Bond game, this is what I go back to. And that's kind of all I can say about it. Like, to me, it is a stereotypical Bond game 
that does everything correctly. Everything else that I've played, for the most part, kind of has yeah buts. Uh, this one really doesn't for me. And I don't know if it's because it is my favorite bond, but I don't feel that way about Goldeneye. Goldeneye is a hot mess now. So, I, I don't know. Um, and Craig, your your finals? Uh, final thoughts. I've got two final thoughts. I really, really, really did enjoy playing this, and it's piqued my interest for Bond films. Uh, Bond games, even. Jesus. If you do do your Grand Retro Rewind revisit Operation Sequel James Bond marathon type thing I will join you happily oh you're you're gonna regret that for like the first 15 episodes <laughs> probably probably but I'll do I'll do it anyway um also I just thought as well George Lazenby is Australian mm-hmm. oh oh snap so there yeah. has been one British James Bond two well, when that's you say great. British, you mean English. Yeah, English. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's it's an American thing. That's one, that's, that's two a Canadian English. thing or whatever so, you're talking about. Roger Moore is is English. English. Yeah. Tim, uh, uh, Daniel Craig is English. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've had two, two. out of five. Yep. Which I mean, six. I don't think they six. Need to be if you English. want to count, did they need to be English? Does it? Does James? Well, the character know? is. I mean, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. It's just it's strange that this is a very English character that That's has true. very rarely been played because because if you add Peter Sellers in Casino Royale, then you got three. Mm-hmm. But nobody should watch that thing because it's terrible. Because it's. It's awful. No Bond movie should be in black and white. <laughs> like if you see a Bond movie in black and white, just turn it off. It's it's <laughs> terrible. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. So anyway, we've had two yeah, out so of five. Like, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's kind of my my final kind of like trailing thought. Is I just I've I had fun with it, and it surprised me because of this set. Like in my head, it was just going to be shooting and action, and it's not going to be Bond. But it did have that set piece element that I liked. I just I would wish for more espionage. Well, especially after playing Hitman season one and two, mm-hmm. like those 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 were eye opener yeah. games for me too. Like, the last mission of season one of Hitman, where you're on, it's the snow capped um, lab where you've got to infiltrate oh, oh, the yeah. lab. That is like the perfect James Bond mission. <laughs> Oh, see, I would have went the Paris fashion show was like great James Bond. Maybe we should talk to IO Interactive and be like, hey, could you guys get the license? It'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. I'd play it. So, oh, oh, me too. Absolutely. I mean, if they came out with Hitman Season 3, I'd play it. And Sean Bean's already there. (laughs) He has actually. You're right. Wow. You could just do Goldeneye. Uh, but yeah, okay, so coming up for Retro Rewind, we have, if the years are not wrong, uh, in 2004 we have, Craig has been flip-flopping, so now is the time. What okay. is your final? Because first it was Cooking Mama, then uh-huh. it was Diner Dash, Yeah. then it was Burnout. What is oh, yeah. your choice? Well, what would you like to play? What have you got? Have you got any three of those? I have... All three of those, just not that particular burnout. Well, and I played, looked it up. 
It's not very well, expensive. We've Diner Dash then because I quite fancy just flipping about different, you know, like pretending you're Majima. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was <laughs> that was why I picked it was because it was on a bit of a yakuza binge. That was um, a really good mini game, man. Yeah, it was really it good. Was, it was. Let's do Dino Dash then. Why okay, not? come on. We do. will. Th- that is an odd twist to go from James Bond to Diner Dash, but you know what? We're just the men to do it. Yeah. Um. After Diner Dash, we have my pick, which is Battalion Wars, which is a franchise that really needs to come back, or does it? We'll let Craig decide. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, we have our big episodes coming out, which will be uh, The Dig, The Outer Worlds, got it right, Yes. and Darkest Dungeon. Um, that's the order we're going to do them, because you know Darkest Dungeon and Outer Worlds are semi-long, so I'll do that. Um, I haven't talked to you about it, but I guess we might as well now, and maybe the listener can hear it because they're bored. The Dig. Think we'll get two episodes out of that? Uh, or should we slam another short adventure game on the end of it? We could we could speak to Mike, but I, it might be good to play The Dig and then play like a modern adventure game. What, The Dig and Dropsy? Oh, no. Um. Well, what I was thinking was, I mean, if you want to go for maybe something, uh, we could do a Sierra game and a LucasArts game, or you could do oh. a double LucasArts thing. Or, I mean, I realize I'm signing up for more torture, but listener, oh. this is because I love you. <laughs> um, we'll have to talk to Mike about it, but we may end up doing more than just a dig if we don't think we can get enough out of it. So. Heads up on that. We would love to hear if you have any thoughts on any of those games, even James Bond. I'd love to see if anybody in the world gives a crap about James Bond games but me. (laughs) Um, And you can do that at thebiteffect.com. We have uh, little forms you can fill out. We're not really there on social media anymore because we're old men and we don't need the approval of complete strangers. So that's that. Good stuff. Uh, Other than than that, yes. Thank you very much for listening. Tell us your favorite James Bond. Mine? No, 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 them. Oh, okay. And if they're wrong, we get to have a bonus episode where we ridicule them for picking the wrong James Bond. But, uh, yes, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Until then, Craig, you better say something, Bond. Got a license to kill. Uh, I'm sorry, Craig, I give you all the time in the world. Oh. And you just give me that. Sorry. Ha! Ha! I was really hoping for a no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die or oh. shaken, not stirred. Or Sorry about that. I, I had Timothy Dalton in my head and then I was trying to decide what one was the better Timothy Dalton film. And I, I think it might be Licensed to Kill, but it might be The Living Daylights. Living Daylights has the better song, that's for sure. It has the better song. Oh, yeah. But uh, which one was the, the first wheel? First wheel was Living Daylights. Living Daylights. First yep. wheel one wins. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Let's. We what, should end this like what's now. The, what's it? What's the What's the code? Is it Schmielsbergen or what is that? Schmielsbergen? Yeah. I, the... I don't. I don't remember that much. Oh God. Schmielsbergen. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Direct Bond <Okay>. quote. <laughs> right. Goodbye. Right. All right. <laughs>